and welcome to the Girl Tries Life podcast, where we show you that women are capable of absolutely incredible things with the right tools, strategies, and mindset in place. My name is Victoria Smith. I am a stress reduction coach who is all about helping you significantly reduce your stress so you can actually enjoy your daily life. Now, today on the podcast, I want to talk to the parents, Uh, probably more of the mamas, just because it tends to be more women who listen to the podcast. So when I say mama, if it's a man listening, if you have kids, uh, just insert the word parent. Now, before we get into that, the Girl Tries Life podcast is a proud member of the Alberta Podcast Network powered by ATB. So I just want to let you know, as usual, uh, ATBX is coming up in September. So if you are interested, if you are a small business owner in the early stages of your business and you really want to accelerate your learning and your growth, I highly recommend that you check it out. So you can go to atb.com forward slash ATBX. I went through it. I had such an incredible experience. I learned so much in the space of 10 or 11 weeks. Uh, It really does feel like a boot camp. Be Be prepared for hard work but I wouldn't change a second of it. It was absolutely incredible. Now, we have a new member of the Alberta Podcast Network who I want to give a shout out to. It's Ryan Sanderson over at Eat More Barbecue. Given that we're embarking on summer, I don't know about you, but I literally just had a barbecue a couple days ago. So Ryan Sanderson promotes and fosters barbecue culture in Alberta with his weekly interview show about barbecue life. So it's definitely been an interesting show for me to learn a little bit more about. And I have quite a few places that I want to visit and uh, test out their deliciousness. So thanks to Ryan. And you can find all of the descriptions for these over in the show notes which is at girltrieslife.com forward slash podcast dash 118. So like I said today, I want to talk about parenting. Now, I recently wrote a full article called Five Strategies to Reduce the Stress of Motherhood over at Alberta Mamas. So if you want the full uh, description, like the full thing, I would head there. So I'll include that in the show notes. So I'm not actually going to transcribe today's episode the way I normally do. But stress is on the rise. And particularly with women, particularly with parents, and again, like this episode very much is geared towards parents, so if that doesn't fit your boat right now, I would just listen in next week. But I think intuitively, we all know that we're feeling overwhelmed. There's everything from being chauffeur to figuring out playdates to meal planning, keeping your house clean, Uh, are you doing the right thing based on whatever the powers that be say is the right thing right now? Like (laughs) this happened to me recently where what I was told at my son's first health visits is very different to what I'm being told at my daughter's health visits and they're two years apart and it's like (laughs) how are we meant to keep it all together? Like parenting is stressful and But the thing is that I want you to take away from this is that it can be less stressful when you have those tools, strategies, and mindset in place. So there's five that I really want to talk about. But first and foremost, like mindset. Mindset is the most critical thing. If you think you're going to have a stressful day, you're going to have a stressful day. (laughs) Like if that is the mindset you wake up with, it's very hard to reverse that. Now, I don't want to say that if you wake up and you're like, oh, it's going to be rainbows and sunshine and glorious today, that it will be. That's not the case either. But if you start with negative, it's very hard to pull yourself back. Pos- I don't believe that positive language is the be-all, end-all, but I do believe it makes a huge difference in terms of the intention that you put into your day. So 
one of the very first things that I want you to stop doing is stop comparing yourself to other parents. It is so tempting. (laughs) It is so tempting on social media, on Instagram, whether it's people that you know, people you don't know, celebrities that you follow, um, to, to see how other people are doing it. But you have to remember that you are just seeing that snapshot of what someone is showing you. And I, and I have had this experience firsthand because my son had colic for six months and I myself was sharing all the beautiful pictures of like when he was absolutely adorable. I wasn't sharing the really challenging times. I wasn't sharing how often I cried and how wrung out I was from just being exhausted because I mean, shout out to any of the parents with colic out there. It's exhausting. And it wasn't until I sort of reached out on my birth and babies group that I found out that there were a couple other moms experiencing it, but no one was talking about it. And then that spurred me on to sharing a photo of my son during what we called the red rage, because he would literally scream so much that he would turn red like a beet. And yes, if anyone's listening and judging, like we went to the doctor, we did everything we could, like we were doing whatever we could for him. Colic is just horrific. So shout out to all of you parents out there dealing with that. But stop comparing yourself to other parents because you are not even seeing a snippet of the whole picture. You're like, you have this tiny, tiny snapshot. And if you find yourself going into that comparison black hole, and you find that it's rooted in social media, I would take a social media break. Now, if the comparison challenge that you're facing is actually coming from in-person interactions, I would really prime yourself before you enter into any of those uh, interactions with people and, and just remind yourself you are doing the best you can with what you've got and you love your kids. That's what you need to remember anytime that you're going to be around those people. If those, I mean, again, this assumes that those are people you do want to spend time with. You do feel uh, a connection to. You just happen to also feel a little bit of that envy or jealousy or comparison. Now, if you're like literally hanging out with people who are toxic and make you feel terrible and you don't actually gain anything from that relationship then maybe you don't need to be in that relationship, but just food for thought. Uh, It really doesn't matter at the end of the day when your kid is potty trained, when your kid walks, what words they say first, um, whose kid, you know, comes home drunk first from a party. Like it really doesn't matter at the end of the day. At the end of the day, the thing that your kids will remember, whether they're 7, 17, 27, 47, is that you spent time with them is that you spent one-on-one time with them, you loved them, you read them stories, you did activities with them. Presence and love is what is going to matter most to them. So stop comparing yourself to other parents. The next strategy I would say, I mean, it works for anyone, parent or otherwise, but it I find it really helpful at this stage that I'm in with a tantruming toddler <laughs> is to take 10 box breaths. So I think we've talked about it on the podcast here before, but like there are just times where you want to snap. And I'm talking from the experience of having like a small child, but I can certainly look back and think on times when I was was a teenager and I don't know how my parents didn't snap, but maybe they took 10 box breaths. So the way a box breath works is that it's like picture a box. You 
breathe in for a count of four, hold for a count of four, out for a count of four, hold for a count of four. So I kind of drew a box in the air when I did that. So up, across, down, across. So in for four, hold for four, out for four, hold for four. And you do that 10 times. And the reason why this works is because if you've gotten to that state of being ready to snap, then you are in your critter brain. You are not thinking logically. You're in fight or flight mode, essentially. So what we want to do is to help you switch your brain from fight or flight mode into a more rational, logical mindset. And you can't help other people when you're in that high anxiety. So I know a lot of parents will be like, well, I can't take time for 10 box breaths. Well, fun fact, it takes like a minute and 30 seconds, maybe. That's called going to the bathroom. (laughs) Like literally, I have done this before. You just go to the bathroom, either you cry or you have 10 box breaths, but it will help you get back into problem solving mode. And it's actually something that I suggest you try with your kids, whether they're you know, toddlers or teenagers or otherwise. I help my son do this all the time. So I'm helping model how to how he can self-regulate. We do it constantly. I actually make it a game where I make him blow on my face so that, you know, when he's breathing out, he blows on my face and he's got something to kind of focus on. And after 10 deep breaths, we're both able to come together and and move forward. So number three, Plan, 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 plan. (laughs) I know you hate me, (laughs) but planning is your best friend. When we know what to expect, you're going to be less stressed uh, by the unexpected because you'll have planned for what you can control. You know, I don't know about you, but I find if I do not know what I'm going to have for dinner that night, I'm stressing out. I already know what I'm having for dinner tonight, spaghetti bolognese, in case you were interested. Meal planning doesn't have to be hard. It can simply be like how we run it in our household is we have one of those whiteboard sticker things that we stick on our fridge and we write down what meal we're having for dinner every day. Like that's it. We just write it down. We don't even have any of the prep, but writing it down means we've bought the groceries, which means I've got it in my house, which means if, you know, I work from home a lot right now so that I can start a little bit earlier in the day if I have time. If not, at least I know what's happening for dinner. Um, you can plan out your kids' outfits for the week. You can plan who's doing what chores. Uh, you can plan how you're getting to and from what activities, specifically with like tweens and teenagers when they're really busy with social activities or sports or all that kind of things. Know what you are doing and who's in charge of what, and it's going to make a huge difference. It, and also will help you uh, minimize last-minute decision-making, which sucks. Number four. It's a season. So focus on what you can control. You know, when my son had colic, that was a season. (laughs) Throwing tantrums right now, this is a season. Uh, When he's going to cuss at me when he's (laughs) a tween, that'll be a season too. Like it's all going to be a season. And I can't control the bad stuff. But the thing about it being a season is it means that the good stuff is a season as well. You know, my daughter is walking around now, almost, almost walking around unaided. And, you know, so I don't cuddle with her as much because she's just wanting to be on the move. Uh, Cuddles are a phase, tiny clothes, taking their first step, learning the alphabet, uh, learning their first group sport, like it's all a phase. So every good and bad thing 
is just that. It's a phase. So focus on what you can control when you're feeling overwhelmed. And there's a lot you can actually control. It might not feel like a lot, but there is. There are studies that show that just making your bed helps you feel less overwhelmed each day. And you can make your bed in two minutes. Uh, You can control buying and eating healthy snacks. Uh, You can control getting outside for fresh air most days. You can control whether or not you practice gratitude. Like there is so much that you actually have in your control so that when the crazy things happen, like the poo explosion coming out of the diaper or, uh, you know, breaking a tooth or an arm or whatever, if you've been able to control what you can, you will feel more prepared for the uncontrollable. So focus on what you can control. And number five, parents, um, moms especially though, make time for what you love. Uh, One of the hardest adjustments to motherhood that I have personally found and I know a lot of my friends have found is that you lose your you time. (laughs) You belong to everyone else first. You are responsible for so many things, which is great. Like that's why we signed up to do this, right? Like it was a conscious decision that most of us made. But with that conscious decision, you maybe didn't realize that unconsciously you were giving up on a lot of critical personal time. Now, I've seen so many moms become martyrs to this and it's easy done. It's so easy done because you're doing it in service of others. But what I want you to do is to find at least 15 minutes a day for something that fills you up. Ideally more, but 15 minutes at an absolute minimum. That could be exercise, a hobby, talking to a friend or sitting in silence Um, man, do we crave silence when we've got wild kids running around. You are so important in this equation. And your stress level is on you, right? Like your stress will feed out like to other people. Your kids will feel your stress, but you're the one that has to live with your stress. So if you want to feel less stressed, you have to prioritize yourself because nobody else is going to prioritize you. If you're waiting for your partner, if you're in a relationship with someone to give you that time maybe they're amazing and proactive and they think about it but for most of us our partners are also lacking that personal time so if you wait for someone to give it to you you might be waiting a really really long time you need to give yourself permission and take it for yourself right now that could be in the middle of your workday it could be once the kids go to bed it could be first thing in the morning and you create a morning routine It doesn't matter what it is, but I want you to find that 15 minutes. So those are the five strategies. So just to sum it up, it was stop comparing yourself to other parents. Take 10 box breaths. Plan, 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 plan. (laughs) Uh, Remember that it's a season and focus on what you can control. And finally, make some time for what you love. Parenting, motherhood, it is absolutely no joke. But you have way more control over your, over your stress and how you react to situations than you might first realize. So these strategies are not going to be the be-all, end-all. But my intention is that they give you a little bit more energy and breathing room. And when you feel up to it, that, in, that you invest that energy into creating lasting stress reduction habits. So to close out today's episode, I do want to let you know again about Stress Less in 90 Days. It is almost done, you guys. I'm so excited. 
on September 21st. My colleague, now Amy Stubbs, she just got married. Amy Stubbs and I are launching this online group coaching program. There will be a self-led version as well, where it's all about giving you the core foundational skills to reduce your stress, no matter what your stress is related to. So maybe it's related to parenting like we've talked about today. Maybe it's related to your work. Maybe it's related to finance. Maybe it's related to your family. doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. Everything that we talk about in the program is going to be applicable no matter what type of stress that you are experiencing. So if you want to learn more about Stressless in 90 days, there's going to be limited spots on it. So I would check it out. You can go to stresslessladies.com forward slash coaching. And if you have any questions about it, like if you have any concerns, if you want something answered, don't sit in silence. You can message me over on Instagram. You can find me at stresslessladies. I would love to answer your questions about the program. Honestly, I'm creating the program that I would take. Because I know that one-on-one coaching is expensive. I get that. And it's not covered by most health benefits. So Amy and I were passionate about creating something that was accessible while still providing really high quality value and information. And also not overloading you with stuff as well, right? Like we made these videos the exact length that they needed to be. We didn't include fluff in this program because you've got enough on your plate already. And I didn't want to stress anyone out by giving them an online program where they had to do hours and hours of work every week. We've kept it tight, but focused, and we're going to give you exactly what you need to significantly reduce your stress so that you actually have time for the things that you care about uh, and have energy for your life. So that's today's episode. Again, you can find the show notes over at girltrieslife.com forward slash podcast dash 118. Next week on the podcast... I am really excited because we're going to be joined by Amanda Boosie of Coal and Canary. So if you have a Coal and Canary candle, if you absolutely love them, I would check out the episode and we are going to be doing a pretty amazing giveaway. I don't want to give away the uh, details of it as we speak, but if stress less than 90 days is something that appeals to you, hint, hint, I would maybe listen in for a chance to win something really great. Okay, have a fantastic week and uh, life isn't stressless, but you can stress less. Take care.